Welcome to Coupled. I'm Michelle. And I'm Todd. Hey, Todd. How's it going? It is going very well. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's good to pretend like we just saw each other. I was going to say, nobody knows we spend 24 by 7 with each other. So <laughs> 24 that was by totally seven. a fraud. Hello. <laughs> Some people just say 24 7, but we don't discuss that anymore. That's right. That's right. 24 dash 7 by 7. It's not 24 by 7. It's just 24 slash Seven. Let's not even get into the double back thing because that doesn't work either. <laughs> right. Let's not talk about it. All right. So we're we're talking about you know being marriage number five for me, number three for me. That we're really committed about doing marriage right, doing relationship right. Yeah, we're tired of redos. We kind of <laughs> just want to keep this one going strong and steady. We're too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm tired of and moving plus, my shit. And once you get past, once you get to marriage number, whatever it is, it's it's just like that. It's hard to keep track of. I don't yeah. know what number we're on. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. The numbers keep getting higher. So, yeah. So one thing that that we learned right away, well, not that we learned right away, but one thing that we're not doing anymore is we are not reacting in our marriage i think mm -hmm. for me for sure for sure is that marriage was something that you did you got a certain time in your life you know it was like the next logical step that's right yeah you got married the next logical step after that was you had kids mm -hmm. i can't say that i was particularly particularly self-aware or conscious when i got married and had children Oh, me, definitely not. I thought I was. Right. But looking back, then no, I wasn't even nearly close to where I should have been. Right, right. And so Todd and I are actually, i we call it Todd and Michelle 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. Yes. Because we were together and then we broke up. Mm -hmm. We broke up, went our separate ways and came back together and made it work. And so it's 2.0. <laughs> we made it work, but we came back with some clarity. We came back mm -hmm. understanding. We came back with self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness that we didn't have before. We see, we now can recognize the mistakes that we made the first time around that we are committed to not doing again. Right, right. And so some of the, we thought we'd talk about today some of the mistakes that we made that led to the demise of our relationship in the beginning and now our commitments for what we're doing now. Yeah. 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 So what would you say, Todd, was the number one mistake we made in the beginning before we broke up? Well, I think we kind of touched on it a little bit already, which was we were confident that we were going to make it work, but we didn't have any plan other than we thought we knew what we were doing. So we didn't have an idea of actually how to communicate and what to happen when there was conflict. So we didn't have the tools. We didn't have the tools. Yeah. And and here's another piece is what I think when we came together the first time is that we had um, a lot of blame for our exes. Mm -hmm. And so we were... we ultimately went into our relationship pretty unconscious as well. Yeah. Assuming that we just had to find a different kind of person, right? Yeah, like, that person didn't work. So let's find somebody <laughs> that I'm definitely more compatible with and has more 
views that I have and and it's going to be perfect. That, right. That we're going to fix that fix that piece. Yeah, exactly. We, we both we both did that. We both did that. So we we really were looking for somebody who was going to be more compatible than our exes as if it were purely the responsibility of our exes for the demise of the relationship. And we've come to understand that every person in the relationship is 100% responsible. That's right. And the other thing that to go on your question earlier is that the biggest mistake we made is assuming that just living and sleeping together and doing day-to-day activities, everything was going to work itself out. Right, right. That being together was um, created connection. Mm -hmm. That being physically together created connection and it didn't. It doesn't. Still yeah. doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't guarantee anything. I mean, I see lots of married couples yeah. doing lots of things together and they are physically together and emotionally distant. Yeah, that's right. Also, another another big breakdown we had was communication. Yeah, we had a big breakdown with communication because we were both coming from a wounded aspect, I think, um, for, for me, for an example. And so I was trying to be heard. And when I wasn't heard, I got stuck on repeat. It's like, you're not hearing me. Go back to step one. You're not hearing me. And even if you did hear me, I was so stuck in deciding that you weren't hearing me. It wasn't going to progress from there. Right. That's so true. Yeah. Because we have the same, you and I have the same issues. Mm-hmm. We, we share the same wounds. I, I think we're definitely twin flames. Yes. Yeah. And so... I feel like we were meant to come together at this time. If anyone believes in destiny, uh, I do. And I believe that we have a, that we, we came together with very similar wounds. So as you were struggling to be heard and understood, what were you going through at that time? I was struggling to be heard and understood. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> so That's right. you and I could go for hours, right? It was so frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Looking back, it was. We were stuck on <laughs> step one, just like I said. Yeah. Like, no, you don't understand. Hear me. Mm-hmm. And you would say. I would say, I do hear you, but this is what I have to say when I really wasn't listening. I just right. wanted you to hear my point of view. Exactly. Exactly. And so that was a huge breakdown. Yes. Yeah. That was a huge breakdown. And so what we have discovered is how to communicate more completely. And so we parted. We spent almost mm-hmm. a year apart. Yeah. And I will say that I had absolutely no intention to ever go back with you again. Um, that's my, that's what I do. I mean, when I'm done, I am done. I am stubborn. Put a close sign, slap it on the door. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) This is not happening again. What was your experience? My experience was I was shut down, given up, but, but I I really missed the the connection that we had. And, and then as time went on, I decided that no, uh, you know, I really, I really did want to be with you. And so there must be a way to make that that work. So I, I'd given up originally, but then I came back onto it and said, you know what? I don't think this is over yet. She says it is. <laughs> <laughs> you were persistent. Yeah. I want to touch on touch on a piece too, talking about our wounding mm-hmm. and talk, talking about past stories. Now I had a past story that I was replaying. And that story was that men don't want me to succeed. Mm-hmm. Men don't want me to succeed. I'm a very driven, passionate career woman. 
I want success. Mm -hmm. I want, I feel I'm on mission. I have a mission. I have work that I do. And my belief system was that I could either really have my career success, my mission success, or have a relationship. And I remember over the years going, I'm not going to choose. I'm not going to, if I have to choose, I'm choosing my career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Lady Gaga says that, I think she says, never choose a man over your career because your career will never wake up one morning and tell you he's not in love with you anymore. Right. That <laughs> yeah. comes from wounding. That yeah. is not a healthy space. But what I learned is I don't have to choose that I can have it all. Yep. You can have everything. And you helped me with that. And how did I do that? <laughs> Well, because I'm here having it all, yeah, Dork. Yeah, that's right. No, I know that. I know that. Yeah. No, there was there was definitely some work that we had to do. I had to do some work on myself while while we were apart because there was a point that I looked at and I go, okay. And I did have that realization. I go, this is not all the other person. What what am I doing that needs to change? So I really started taking a look inward and, and identified a couple things that were really obvious. And I'll share one of those uh, just just for transparency. I do this thing that's called covert contracts. Um, that's a term I don't know who coined, coined it. And we may have actually mentioned it on a previous episode. But what that means is, is that I do a lot of things and then expect something in return, but I never communicate what that is, nor do I ask what it is. And then I get upset when I don't get it. Right, right. And so that was one of the things that I realized I was, I was terrible at when I started reading, doing some self-help stuff. And so that was one thing that I identified. I got, oh, okay, well... If I'm doing that, how is anybody ever going to have a relationship with me? Right. And and that was a message that I shared with you. And you shared that your ex-wife had shared that with you, that mm -hmm. I felt like no matter what I did, I could never win with yeah. you. Yeah. I never, no matter what I did, I was never enough for mm -hmm. you. And you did share that that was a complaint of your ex-wife as yes, well. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. And so that comes from the covert covert contracts, contracts. Yeah. yeah so it's that agreement you make in your head mm -hmm. like i'm going to do this for michelle and then i expect her to do this mm -hmm. which i have no idea and i and i shared that right away i'm like don't hint don't give me hints yeah, yeah. right because i they are over my head <laughs> that's right now, just tell me what you want and i'll give it to you yeah right but just don't be clear don't don't hint about it mm-hmm I'm definitely not one of those. I'm not like, you should know what I want for my birthday. I'm not that. I'm like, I'm no. telling you what I want for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I mean, birth month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's never a question. So yeah, if somebody doesn't hear you on that, then they're not listening. Right. For sure. That communication is working. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. So let's talk about Todd and Michelle 2.0 mm -hmm. and some things that we do now to keep the keep our connection strong right so one of the things that we do that is a very new thing this time around is we do weekly check-ins which i think is a brilliant <laughs> idea and basically what we do is we we make sure that we schedule time and yes we schedule time to make sure that we do it and we set down and we share with each other what were what are the things you liked, what are the things that didn't work, and you know some some problem areas which some people may call a trigger or or something like that, and then we we actually communicate those things and bring them out on the table so that we're aware, and it helps all the way around because you hear exactly what your partner loves, what they like, 
You also hear the things that you're doing that you think are good. Maybe they're not, or maybe it'll bring an awareness, but you have to listen to. You can't just go in there to speak. You've got to go in there and say, what does Michelle have to say about me? That's what I say anyway. And then, <laughs> and then go from there. But that's that's a new thing that we're doing, which is really great. Right. This is one of the things, you know, we did this as a family during uh, the illness when mm -hmm. Megan and the kids were living here. And we did this to run the family smoothly. And so we're doing it as a couple now sharing over the past week what what worked in our relationship over the past week. What didn't work over, you know, we actually rate our relationship on a scale of one to ten. Mm -hmm. What you know, we may rate um, the intimacy, we may rate the communication, we may rate the level of connection. You know, how am I feeling about you? Is, is this, you know, and it's pure honesty. It's not about hurting one another. It's about being honest. It's like telling your best friend those genes look like shit. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's not about attacking. And I know in the past I would have been confused about that. It's not about attacking or being mean. It's coming from a point of honesty, a loving honesty. So things are not always 100% gushy good, but if there's a problem, you need to speak to it clearly and bring it out in the open so you can get past it. And that's it. It's a loving conversation, even if it's something that that you may find difficult to talk about, which it is. It takes practice. I'm one of those people that it, I'm really nervous about saying something that seems negative or, you know, anti-good. Anti-good. <laughs> that's good. Anti-good, huh? Yeah. Anti-good. So that's something we totally did not do prior to the breakup. We did not talk about what was not working. No, no, we didn't. No, not at all. Not at all. And it's so interesting because it's so funny to think that you could have a relationship, a healthy, loving, successful relationship, and never talk about what's not working. Right. And, and really, if you look back, I think I'm not sure that we talked about what was working either. So when we were good, we were good. We were happy. And when things weren't good, then we weren't good and we weren't happy. But we didn't do anything to really mend and make the connection stronger. It was more about, oh, oh time will go past that, you know, and we'll, we'll be back to where we were. So I don't think we even talked about the good stuff. I think, yeah, you're exactly yeah, right. Yeah. We, we just, we didn't know about having these conversations. Right. Yeah. And we didn't make it a priority because you can know about it yeah. and not make it a priority. True. That and that's well. important. Yeah. You have to make it a priority. That's why it's got to be at least once a week, not every other week or once a month. It's a weekly thing. It's, it's got to be a weekly thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's for the, sure. That's the number one change or tip. Right. Right. Definitely have those weekly check-ins, rate your relationship, rate your marriage and talk about what's not working, what's working. And then we also talk about this is what you can expect from me, mm -hmm. right? You can expect this from me. This I am committed to do this, to be this. Right. So we do not have this problem. But if, for an example, if you came to me and said, uh, Todd, you're not cleaning up after yourself. And I'm <laughs> tired of cleaning up after you. Then I would say, whoa, yeah, okay, I hear you. You're right. Uh, and I'm consciously thinking about it. I'm going, oh, yeah, you're right. There's been a couple of times where my priori priority was not cleaning dishes um, but for what, what you can expect from me going forward is I will take the time to clean up or let you know when I'm going to clean up. So you don't feel like I just left it there for somebody else to do. That's an interesting subject you bring up there, Todd. Are you harboring <laughs> some 
<laughs> it's just the first idea that came in my head. Todd so is easy. an analyzer. He's a little obsessive over cleanliness. So of course, <laughs> that's the first thing that came to his head. <laughs> that's the forefront all the time. Right, right. So so what else? What about you? What's one of the things that you like that we're doing this time around that's working? Well, I like that we always get time together. Well, this is one we didn't talk about talking about. Mm -hmm. So here's, I set some ground rules over what we can talk about in the bedroom. <laughs> and we kind of touched on this. So we have yeah. sofa talk. Sofa talk and sofa talk. talk. Things that, and so we make it a priority. I ask, mm -hmm. have you said everything you want to say that does not go into the bedroom before we go into the bedroom? So if, mm -hmm. the, if we need to talk about business, if we need to talk about the podcast, if we need to talk about money, if we need to talk about kids, taxes, it does not go into the bedroom. That's right. Right? And yeah. so I love that. That's something we didn't do before. Todd mm -hmm. and I are completely different. I go to bed with an empty mind. I go to yeah. bed going, huh, I'm complete for today. I will think about tomorrow, tomorrow. Right. And my issue is I start thinking about tomorrow when I go to bed. And so all of a sudden I become alive with all the to-dos and what I need to work on and what personal tasks I want to accomplish. And so what we found is, is if I share that when we're in bed, that does not work. Well, and you wonder why you can't go to sleep. Yeah, that's true. Well, I laid there, I laid there awake. Well, mm -hmm. this is why. Yeah. Do I lay there awake? No, never. In fact, the funniest thing is... <laughs> is I can be telling a story and it's definitely not about taxes or bills no. or anything like that. But I'll tell a story about something funny that I saw on YouTube and I'm going, Hey, Michelle, do you want to hear something? And she goes, yes. And I go, well, there was this story about Mr. Rogers and I'm waiting for her to say, Oh really? Or something. She's already asleep. I've said five <laughs> words and she's asleep. So I've just got to stop and cut it off. And go, oh, okay. Well, I, I guess to... I waited too long to yeah. tell that story. <laughs> I go to bed with a clear mind. When the lights go out, Michelle goes out. <laughs> That's a new saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on the wall. I know because that works. That works out. I know. So there's we have to do our pillow talk before the lights go out. Whatever we discuss, and here's what I love: what we do uh -huh. now. We we're reading to each other again. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I love that too. So we we pick a book and we trade off each night reading books and listening. And it's a great way to connect and learn something together and gives us something to talk about. And yeah, it's just a blast. We, we've done that before, but we kind of stopped and we've restarted that. And yeah, it's great. We've already got our, we just about ready to finish one book and we've already got the next one picked out. Yes. Yes. So that's something I love that we do. Right. So the bedroom is, uh, as you've heard before, it's strictly for reading to each other, sleeping, relaxing, or sex. sex. <laughs> That's right. That's sex. it. We don't have a TV in our bedroom. Don't expect to get laid when you bring up taxes in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, don't tip, expect pro it. tip does not work. <laughs> That's right. That's right. If you're looking to get sexy. <laughs> don't uh, bring up the 401k either. <laughs> no, let's not. Doesn't matter. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. So another thing that we do is we walk almost daily together. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's great. We do that first thing in the morning. And what I like about that is, is it gives us a way to connect first thing in the morning and we're out in nature and we're sharing time together. And, uh, one of the funny things is, is 
we have this one tree it's about a block away and it's a bird tree because they love the sun as soon as it comes up and you can't see through the branches because it's arizona so we still have green leaves but the birds are just going crazy and you can hear them from like two blocks away it's a bird party yeah it's a bird party definitely i love that it's getting light later Mm -hmm. and so we're out there when it's a a little bit dark and the birds are just going crazy and we get something that we share every morning seeing the wildlife Uh hearing the birds you know we pass the same people in the neighborhood every day same dogs what what was it you it was a week i was um staffing leadership Uh so i wasn't going for the walk Mm-hmm. And somebody mentioned that you were missing your partner. That's right. That's right. It's like, hey, you're alone. Where's your partner at? So I was like, she's in leadership this week. <laughs> Intensive leadership. She'll be back later. Right. But we get to know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to know the people in the neighborhood a little bit. We get used to seeing them. We're always asking, you know, oh, we didn't see that lady with the three dogs, right? That's That are walking her. <laughs> no, and it's funny because we kept seeing the same you know, animal every day. And like we have the hummingbirds that follow us around and make themselves known. They literally stop over our heads, which is really cool. And then the the, the unfortunate thing is we kept seeing a dead bird also. <laughs> right. So obviously there's some wild cats out there. Some yeah, wild right. cats. And the HOA won't do anything about it. <laughs> now that's a joke. That's a joke. That's an inside joke. We won't go into that. That's an inside joke. But we do have birds of prey in this neighborhood. We have uh-huh. the owls and hawks um so yeah we live in the suburbs of phoenix and yet we still have we still have birds we still have yeah. birds we have a road runner uh-huh. you know we see the road runners and a lizards. couple of times and yeah. lizards yes so what's our favorite thing to do together that's highly recommended for a healthy relationship well you have to laugh that's <laughs> that's like the number one thing so the nice thing is michelle and i play off of each other we both have a great sense of humor a similar sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. And so we'll we'll play off of each other, especially when we're having fun. I'm more of a, a dad joke pun type person. Um, Michelle's Which just... Which makes me funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On some occasions. Some occasions. Um, but yeah, so but that, that makes it really fun because we get to laugh and have a good time. and We laugh together. And that mm-hmm. was one of my main criteria if I was going to be in a relationship you had to think I was funny because I've had four husbands who didn't think I was funny (laughs) that was obviously the problem yeah that was it just fix that one thing (laughs) if you don't think I'm funny then we've got a problem because I'm hilarious yeah and me too so it works it works both ways do any of my jokes fall flat for you only when I'm really involved in something and I'm not relaxed, my brain's thinking about something There was else. only one good answer to that, honey. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was the wrong answer. That was the wrong answer. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> Do you want to ask me the same thing? No. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I don't care to know. Because in my mind, I'm funny all the time. And, and then if I might have to explain it. That, that's right. If you have to explain a joke. Yeah, that's right. Then, then it trouble. wasn't funny. Yeah. So there's one thing that was on a list of important things to do to have a happy marriage that we used to do a lot of that we haven't been able to do any of this year. Well, that is go traveling. 
go on a vacation. Go on vacation. That's right. I like to go on several trips a year and get out of Arizona and see other places. And yeah, because of the the uh, illness that's worldwide and the travel restrictions and the rules, yeah, we just haven't been able to do anything. We've been staying home. We have not been anywhere. No. We've been to Sedona, which we told you about. Sedona. And, Two and a half hour drive. And we went to Payson last week. We went to Payson. We don't, you don't want to hear about it. We went to Pace and the drive was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. It was it was good to see that that landscape. Mm-hmm. And we got up into Tonto National Park. Yeah. And we actually saw some fall colors. We did. Purely by accident. Purely by accident. It was one little bush that was about a foot tall. No, we with saw all the trees more than that. No, we saw other ones. We we were actually surprised because we're driving go, oh, we didn't even expect to see fall colors and there they are. Yes. Last year we went to New York City and drove up to the Catskills to see follow to see follow <laughs> to see fall colors and we were too early. We were too early. In fact, I was gonna tell you, I didn't tell you this earlier, is I follow some people on Instagram and, and YouTube that are from the New York City area and just this week, um, you know, mid October they're saying, Hey, it's just starting to change and last year we would have already been there. So we were way ahead of schedule. Wow. Wow. Yes. But I would still do it again. I oh, love going to New York yeah. City. Yeah, it's my favorite place to visit right now with or without restrictions. Exactly. That was a fun trip. That mm-hmm. was so much fun. Okay, so what's what's one more thing that we do to support our relationship? Well, we've kind of hit on communication. Books. Oh, support supporting each other. See, oh yes, there's yes, that yeah. piece mm-hmm. of my, my belief coming into you know my wounding was that I couldn't be successful, I couldn't be driven, and have a man in my life. Yeah. And so, <laughs> no, well, no, okay. <laughs> You're a man of many words, honey. Man of many words. So, so supporting one another is mm-hmm. is the piece that I'm fishing for. Yeah. And and how does how do we do that? Well, it's it's whatever is necessary. So, for example, when you were in leadership training the other week, I tried to do the things that you normally do, so you didn't have to worry about them, and make sure that that you were. You know, you were supported in what you needed. And the other thing is, is just flat out when somebody asks for something and say, hey, I need support on this, then we we try to make it happen. Not try. We do. We make it happen. We make it happen. Mm-hmm. And yes. And and you're you support me in my business. Mm-hmm. You support with the technology. You understand that I like to work. I like to work. Yeah. And what has shifted for me is I make you a priority. I make the kids a priority, mm-hmm. even though I'm working, because that's something I learned about myself, um, is that not having time for people, you know, being too busy, whether, and, and that was a racket of mine. Well, I have to make money. Who's going to argue with that, right? I have that's to make right. money. Yeah. That totally, mm-hmm. that totally devalues who you are in my life. Right. Yeah. And so that was that defensive piece. Mm-hmm. And and so what I've learned is that I get to I get to shut everything out, put my phone down and focus on you. That's right. And that's that's something that I do now which I was never really good at either, especially since mobile phones and technology came out cuz you're always peeking at it. Oh, I got a message. What is this? 
And, um, and now whenever we spend time together, I put the phone down and I ignore it. Yes. So that, that's a big thing. And I think communication, I just read an article and I may have the study wrong, but there was a Harvard study that was saying that social connection is what makes people happy, whether you realize it or not. We're not meant to be loners or isolated. We're meant to be a community. So if you have somebody that you share time with, your happiness factor goes up exponentially. Yes. True, true time, connected time. And, mm-hmm. and what that looks like is being vulnerable, being authentic, all of yeah. that, yep. all of that. So I think to round this up, I think there's one one thing, and we said it at the top of this podcast, the most important piece for any relationship, whether it's your marriage, your significant other, your children, your relationship with anybody, it is self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness. You have to be able to see what you can do to change to make the relationship better. So you focus on items that you can actually say, oh, these really are a problem. Not just get be stuck in your way and say, well, that's just the way I am. Oh, you know, yeah, that does what, not work. Yeah, right. So it's like you're not, well, I don't like to be spoken to, you know, until I've been up for two hours and had two cups of coffee. No, it doesn't work. If, if, you, if that's the way you are, then you need to do something to change it. And if you're not growing, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah, there you go. If you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. So th- that's just it. So self-awareness. Let, let's cheers to that. Cheers. That's a fist bump. Drunk. That would be a cheers if we had a drink. So, <laughs> all right. I think that's it, honey. I love you. I love you too. Thanks I'll for spending time with us. See you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye for now. <laughs>